Hey, it's Moms versus Aunts, your weekly happy hour where we chop it up about trends, gossip, solo mom life, and how to level up in this crazy world. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I mean, kind of welcome back to you, but goodbye to Vanessa because Mm. she was in LA with me all of last week. We got to have hug and snuggle and party and do all the things that moms and aunts do when the kids go to grandma's and I put a bunch of food in the cat bowls for the cats and we (laughs) have a slumber party at our bestie's house who has a pool and spend a week together. So, well, well, I guess welcome home for you because you're back home now, Vanessa. I know, but it was it was so amazing to be out there. Like I felt like we were running some kind of like semi grown up, but like also very ratchet like sorority house because it was like it was like it was an adult, like you know, like like sort of in terms of the refrigerator was stocked and there's flowers and you know her home is beautiful and there's a pool in the backyard and really nice towels and linen so they're like an adult but like we are assholes so like you know lots of foul language lots of ridiculous stories lots of um talking about boys and like then at some point i was like are we are we older women are we teenage girls who knows it was it was the perfect mix of both of those I had so much fun and I was so 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 sad when I got on my flight um not sad to leave LAX because that is still the shittiest airport but um so sad when I got on my flight I miss you guys already I miss you so much but here we are here we are Here we are, um, and we're back. And um, I'm excited to talk about, because, you know, we we were scrolling through the gram, (laughs) and we come across one of our favorites. um, I mean, she's she's more than an actress. She does it all. Uh, We scroll upon Issa Rae, and she has sort of, it it looked like, a joke post because she said something about like oh like just decided to try on some Vera Wang dresses and do a photo shoot so like a lot of people even to this day still think she was just like making a joke wedding mm-hmm. uh, shoot but Issa Rae did get married mm-hmm. and beautiful wedding in uh what was what's the place Vanessa so it's actually it's the south of France but it's like even more baller than just being in the south of France because she got married in Cap Saint-Jean-Ferrat so it is like a little eel off of like the the coast of the south of France and it is it only has like these amazing like estates and mansions and like Jillian star hotels I mean she went all the way with it it was it was so princess like beautiful storybook oh my god oh my god yeah so i mean beautiful wedding but like the most surprising part was that none of us and i'm talking none of our friends Mm -mm. and we have a lot of girlfriends a lot of black girlfriends who like are very obsessed with Issa rae Mm -hmm. none of us knew she was in a relationship at all Mm -mm. and she has really kept it under wraps and her friends i mean everyone around her has really kept it under wraps Mm -hmm. um so we want to talk about secret relationships because it's you know it's i think it's not um it's pretty normal in Mm -hmm. i think hollywood world to either go one of two routes right either you're on full display Mm -hmm. hence benefer right or you (laughs) really keep it under wraps because you want to keep it private but you know it also happens in real world too. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about secret relationships. Um, obviously, you know, stick around. We're going to have the cool down later and the hustle as always, you know, making that money. But we got to do all of this with obviously a cocktail in our hands. So mm-hmm. Vanessa, what is, uh, what are we drinking on? What are we sipping on? So I was thinking about um, my week at the sorority house, which we refer to as our pool club. Um, and it was so funny because 
early in the week, we were drinking like fancier cocktails. And as um, as the week went on, it was just like it was just like really simple stuff. Nobody had time to be really whipping anything up because it was, you know, how that goes. So um, we're going to just do like an easy kind of we're closing out summer a little bit. Not yet. I mean, we still have a good amount of summer left, but easy summer drink. Um, and we're going to make a shandy, a summer shandy, which Ooh, you I love were the those. first. Yeah. Well, you're the one who introduced me to that. I think we were out once and you ordered it and I didn't know that you could mix like juices and beers. And it, I was skeptical. I remember being skeptical. Um, this was years ago. You introduced me to this and, um, and now it's one of my favorite summer drinks. So, um, for those of you, you know, who haven't had one and it sounds crazy, give it a try. There's a lot of different recipes. Um, it's like primarily like if you just look at the most basic recipe, it's like lemonade and beer. Um, but today we're going to make one with uh, a light beer. So 24 ounces of light beer, um, which is basically two bottles of beer. Um, and then we're going to mix that with tequila. Cause you love, you love tequila. So you can mix it with like, um, I think a tequila Blanco would be, um, the best, but whatever kind of tequila you like, and then add four cups of pink lemonade to that. Um, I know, I know. And then you can divide that, um, in like four, like Pilsner type glasses and then just garnish it with some like strawberries and lemon slices. It is so refreshing. It's again, we, we had all of the refreshing drinks by the pool last week and this just kind of sort of is going to take me back. Um, so yeah, a shandy, a summer shandy, if you will. I, I love I love a shandy. I love a cider. You know, I love a I love a light beer. Um, and my favorite time to drink it is like right after work. For some mm. reason, there's just something about that first beer specifically mm-hmm. drink after on a on a summer day, mm-hmm. and you just walk into that dive bar. And I literally can finish it in like 2.5 seconds, mm-hmm. and it's like I have to, mm-hmm. and then I can get the second one to just sip on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And you know, it sounds like you would want to put like ice in this, but you don't. You just want your beer to re- be everything just needs to be really cold. Like even make sure your glasses are frozen, like pull them out of the freezer because if it starts to get hot, it's like nobody wants to drink hot beer, like nobody wants to drink a hot shandy. So just make sure everything is really nice and cold and um goes down real easy. <laughs> I love it. Okay, summer shandy. Um it's uh not probably anything that they were having at Issa, Issa Rae's wedding. I'm sure they were <laughs> shipping on the finest champagne in the, how do you say it again? How do you say that place? Um, Cap Saint-Jean-Ferrat. But I think some people just say Cap Ferrat. Okay. So, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say either one, so I'll probably just deflect or go throw to you every this, time we need the to south say. Of, just the south of France. <laughs> yeah, just I'm going to be like in Nice, right of off of Nice. Yes. Yeah. In, the, in the south of France. I mean, the other thing that got me with, um, with her surprise wedding, like I just, I was so here for it in so many ways. Like I, she, oh my God, two things I'll just say. One, also how much her crew like is so dope because nobody leaked a fucking picture. There was no pictures until the pictures that she clearly approved and signed off on were like given out to a press person. And then we all saw the same pictures on all the media outlets. And then I feel like there was still like a good several hour period of time before you started seeing like other people you might follow, like Yvonne Orji or any anybody else starting to post pictures. Cause that's what it means to have like real friends, real crew who like love you and care about you. No one has ever put her business out there. And so I was here for that. I also love her mix of like, she's always gonna be Issa. Like she's always gonna be like super smart, super intelligent, that, you know, that boss bitch. And then on the low, she's also like, she's got that little bit of ratchetness that I love so much. She was wearing like these like platform shoes with her like super Vera Wang princess out dress. And then she posted a video where she had someone fly in and bring her grills for her teeth. She had them in the back. She had these like diamond platinum fangs in the back. I was like, yo, I love her so much. I stand for her anyway. So, um, 
So yeah, but but yeah, then I started seeing all over, you know, social media, people posting this like all of a sudden. I never heard of this before. Have you heard of this like um don't talk about it till it's permanent? Okay, like everybody's acting like this is the new trend. Like you don't reveal, like Issa, Issa started a trend. You don't reveal your man until you have a ring or you are walking down the aisle. Like nobody needs to be in your business until it's completely official. Because the, a lot of the news outlets reported it as Issa Rae married her long time boy. I'm like, long time, long time? Wow, how'd she do this for so long? But also, yeah, I mean, that isn't confirmed. I also, sometimes I think news outlets create their own story. They're, they're assuming it had to be long-term because you wouldn't just get married. We don't know. We don't know how long they've been together until, here's the thing, because she kept this so under wraps, until it comes out of Issa's mouth, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what's true or not. And, and that was actually a really great way to play it because she's like, I'm controlling this narrative and, and you can say what you want, but like, you don't know anything about my life. And that's so important. And I think, so I think, you know, it's especially important because, you know, for, and I take away Hollywood, Hollywood is one thing already. Once you're in Hollywood and people are going to dig into your life and they're going to dig into the people you're dating life. And obviously, you know, women are probably going to try to hit on your man and all of these things that happen because of, you know, Hollywood already in general. And I think there's just also something extra in black Hollywood, especially it's like, cause it's so much smaller. I think you have to be even that much more protective. So, you know, I, I, I love it. And I mean, look, if this is the new trend, you know, don't, what, what's the trend? Don't, don't say it until you. <laughs> like you keep it you keep it on the low until it's permanent nobody needs to know your business Mm -mm. it's not until it's permanent so some people were some people were interpreting that as like a ring like just being engaged and then some people were saying like you know actually till you're married but plenty of people have been engaged forever how long was cassie engaged to diddy for i mean oh i mean yeah she just was engaged until then she was just disengaged and just went to go be with somebody else so I don't, I don't even know if engaged is, is, is when you tell them anymore. You gotta, we're just gonna, listen, I'm gonna do what Issa did. So. And you know what? It's like, I'm just, I'm just connecting the dots because, you know, Amanda Seals who plays, I don't remember the name of her character on, um, uh, the show. Sorry. I can't even think of the <laughs> Inse- show right now. Insecure. Um, insecure. <laughs> I, I can't think of Amanda as a character on the show, but I, um, she just also started posting her man on social and that is very recent too. Mm-hmm. Like she never ever talked about her relationship and literally just within the last few months we started seeing him pop up. So for all we know, they could also be engaged. They might be married. Like that could be the reason he popped up. We, she, we don't know. I don't know. But the thing that I really like is that it was so authentic with her. It feels like it wasn't like a it wasn't like a publicity stunt. It wasn't like whatever. I agree with you. I think she just needed to, like, protect her relationship because remember, she like her career has like blown up, you know, like from the days of awkward black girl to now, like the amount of deals and things. Also, to be wrapping the series finale at the same time that you're planning a wedding. I mean, I I work in events. That's insane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Planning an overseas wedding during a global pandemic while you are wrapping the uh, like you're probably like one of the biggest things that'll be your legacy like is just Kudos to Issa. Shout outs to Issa. Only love coming from the moms and the aunties over here. And you know what I love? It really removes, or at least for me, sort of this stigma attached with secret relationship. Because when we think about secret relationships, at least in our real world experience, Mm -hmm. we always associate it with someone not wanting to claim us, right? Like we Mm -hmm. only are keeping secrets for that specific reason. And now Mm -hmm. I sort of like how it's being reframed of like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm keeping you a secret because you're that precious and special Mm -hmm. and I don't want other people to F it up in any way. Yeah, and also like we didn't know, but it's not like 
probably I'm assuming like her closest loved ones, her family and her friends, her parents or whoever, I'm sure those people know it was the rest of us who didn't need to be all up in her business. Like there's a difference between um, you're in a relationship with someone and they're a secret, but you're literally you the only two that know that's a little like, why? wait, hold on. Like I can't, I wouldn't be able to pull that off. I'm trying to imagine me dating someone and being like in a real loving, like romantic, like soulmate type relationship with someone and you had no idea. You'd be like, bitch, like where where you, you know, where, where have you been? Where are you going? Who you went on that trip with? You would have had some questions. So I, I think she probably, her closest friends knew. They probably know the yeah. guy. You know, for sure. I think that we can say that because like it, it would be hard, especially knowing, you know, we like to travel. So like mm-hmm. any person that we have in our life has to travel. So obviously if we were going on a trip and it wasn't with each other, we would be questioning that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, um, you know, I had an aunt who got married and I felt like we didn't meet the fiance until he was the fiance. Like it was that was, you know, it was I, I felt like I didn't know about him before then. Mm. Um, So, you know, and, you know, she was obviously like not old, but she was like, you know, older at that point. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't think she was trying to keep it from the family for any other reason than maybe, you know, like she wanted to make sure that this, you know, maybe she Mm -hmm. was ahead of her time. Mm -hmm. She wanted to make sure he put a ring on it before Mm -hmm. she introduced him Mm -hmm. to the family. Because like once you start introducing people to your family and your friends, well, now if anything happens, we have to break up with that person too. And that is like, that gets messy as we know, as people around us are divorcing. Yeah, no, that's so true. I, um, you remember the guy I dated for all those many, many years. And like, to this day, like I still have family members that are like, oh, like they'll say to me all the time, oh my God, I really liked him. Let's, let's call him, let's call him Jake. Yeah. Such not a black name. He's a black man. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> he's a black man. But they'll be like, oh, I really liked Jake. Oh, he was so... Oh, and I'm always like, he's not dead. Like, he's still... Like, <laughs> we just don't go together anymore. This was like fucking 15 years ago. Like, stop it. But they just loved that guy so much. And he was such a nice guy. And I still have to hear, like, do you ever hear about him? Do you ever... I mean, whatever happened to him? I'm like, guys, he's not dead. He's on Instagram. Like, go find out. Like, I don't know. But yeah, you do feel like that you are like sharing that person like with your loved ones like if especially if he's a cool guy people want to hang out with him if you're dating an asshole and no one everyone's like oh is she bringing him you know like yeah because there's like the worst part is like i mean look like i hate that people um still follow people that aren't in my life anymore right so it's like it's every little thing now because we have social media mm-hmm. all these things that's like you get connected all you here's my here's my number oh yeah mm-hmm. and it's like oh like when you're peeling apart it's like yeah i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't like that at all mm-hmm. we're on the you know the other side of the the pendulum you know you have like again like people like jen and uh ben who mm. which is funny because i just saw this clip this old oprah clip <laughs> where uh from when Jen uh Jen uh Jen and Ben broke up the first time and she said something to Oprah like yeah you know I learned a lot from that media frenzy uh, and it was did like you, did you Jay did you <laughs> <laughs> well what did you learn that you should do it more because that seems to be what I you're mean <laughs> to be clear um I don't I don't even buy it. Like, I don't think it's real the same way I don't think, like, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan are real. Like, there's, you know, there's there's relationships that are completely um, constructed based off of, like, a PR strategy. As a matter of fact, one of our friends who's uh, who works in entertainment industry was just telling me while I was out there um, that, like, Kris Jenner is on, like, a whole thing right now they have to like strategize like who's gonna be next for kim because like it can't just she kim can't just go into the world and like fall in love she can't she can't pull up what her sister does <laughs> like courtney yeah. and travis like kim's not allowed I mean, courtney can do whatever the fuck she wants but she's kim is not allowed apparently yeah so like yeah chris is like like for lack of a better phrase, she's almost like interviewing like potential suitors, whatever comes 
out next, let's just already know that it's not real. It's all like going to be part of like a PR strategy. So yeah, yeah I don't even believe JLo. They don't look like they have any real chemistry. When they're when you see these kissing pictures, it looks so awkward. I feel the same way about um, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. But you know. I'm in the minority. I, I, I look. I don't know. I'm a sucker. I I like Ben and Jen together, and I know. Like people don't, but I don't know why. I just, I do. I liked them when they were together the first time. Um, and I don't know. I just do. I loved them together the first time. I just don't know about this particular reach back. I'm not into reach backs generally. And I just am like, hmm, it's just a weird, it's a weird reach back for me. We'll see. Okay. Reach backs are definitely difficult. However, and I think we've talked about it, you know, there's, People in our life where, well, maybe this, I don't know if this happened to me, but I know friends who've said, you know, if we had met now, because they were dated before, if we had met now, we would be together because it is like the right to, actually my aunt who had, had the relationship I didn't know about her and her now, because he's an ex said that she was like, you know, if we got together now, I think we'd still be together, but it was just the wrong time. So, you know, I remember, you know, there was a lot people, you know, he's look, Ben is from Boston. I've never been a fan of Boston, you know, because <laughs> they're just not, I just don't think they take too, too kindly to, yeah, to others. Yeah. And uh, so I think that she was dealing with that combined with, you know, um, you know, we used to make jokes about how, like, you know, Matt was probably like, she's changing you. And like, because he was getting real, you know, he was getting real fancy. You know, I he mean, was on, in he videos. Was, yeah, he was definitely on a video on a yacht. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, you know, but I actually really liked all that nonsense. Exactly. I, like, I liked when, when he she had him out here looking all ratchet because he was also the finest he's ever been during that time. God, he looked so good. She had him one and she got, she dressed him up real nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let me tell you this though. Um, cause I did get, I, I got a chance to like definitely hang out with a few of our other friends. And so, you know, the, the news broke about Issa, which sparked other conversations with people. And I was talking to one of, um, one of our good friends and she was telling me that, um, she knows someone who has been twice married and twice divorced and never told anybody when she got married and then subsequently referred to the breakups just as breakups when they were actually divorces. Which well, is, how did she find out like later? She, she, she admitted it? The friend yeah, admitted she, it? Yeah, she admitted it, but, she, but not to the world. She just admitted it to her. But I'm like, that's even more interesting because everybody like knew that they were together but did not know they were married. And so when they broke up, they didn't realize it wasn't just a breakup. It was a divorce. And, and this happened recently again. So she's telling me this story and I'm like, oh no, that happened. And she goes, yeah, not only did this happen, this is the second time. I'm like, yo, she got married and divorced in secret two times. That's wild because, I mean, A, just from like a emotional perspective, like I can't imagine not having, I, I've never been through a divorce, but it feels like it'd be really emotional based on the people we know who are getting divorces and to not even have support system when you're going through that. Like who would put themselves through that? I also like, why, why, why married though? Like, it seems so interesting if it's, I mean, I don't know, like married and then divorced and then did it again. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, look, some people must really just like being married. I mean, I especially, so. you know, I, every time I go to Vegas, if I'm with someone I do, I like, want, I kind of feel like, let's just do it. It just feel, it feels fun at the time. But then, you know, when you get back home, there's a whole other reality. You're like, glad I so, didn't do that. Um, have you ever had a secret, a secret relationship (laughs) that you're willing to share on the podcast? I mean, I, I don't know if I've had secret relationships. I will say that, you know, I've had what I call hot pockets. We've talked about that, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. 
at mm-hmm. late at night, not mm-hmm. so good for you, but mm-hmm. does, fills fulfills the need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had hot pockets. I would say that were secret. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, I know you know this because one of them I won't. I haven't even told you because um, we have asked me about it. I'm like, no, <laughs> but so yes, I've had hot pockets that are like they feel like long term relationships because sometimes those hot pockets could go on for years, mm-hmm. um, but. That's that's like that's it. And mm-hmm. and again, I do that for like a protection thing because mm-hmm. I you know, there's too many questions. I don't like <laughs> answering questions. It's true, especially with your girlfriends. They're going to be like, "How tall is he? What does he look like? Where does he work? What does he do? What is he where does he live? What part of the t-? and you're just like, "See? No, that's not that's not what this is. That's yeah. not that's just that's not what it is. That's not what we got going on." We're not. And that's the thing. It's like it sounds so bitchy and shitty to say. But then, you know, like you're when you're really, really busy, sometimes you have these relationships with people and like they maybe are someone who you really enjoy spending time with. And um, but you're not like fully invested in them in that kind of way. And it's like, you know, it, it feels crappy, but it's like I would say like you know, I'm not interested in like your deepest, darkest hopes and dreams and plans for the future. And like, you know, like some crazy story about, you know, some experience you had when you were eight. Like, I don't want to know like every single thing about you sometimes. Um, And those relationships are usually the ones that you kind of just like have in your back pocket maybe not every yes because the one that you are referring to i still only know that person as hot pocket i don't know anything about him you've managed to not share anything about that hot pocket for what's going on years not months years way pre-pandemic so um you're very you're very good at that so are you saying you've never had a secret relationship? Oh my God, of course I've had a secret relationship, but my secret relationships were because they were like taboo. <laughs> 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 they, they were like, they were like, um, you know, not allowed. Like it was like, you know, someone who was supposed to be off limits or something. And then I was like, uh. Oh yeah, and that's um, hot in its own other way. Like when you're definitely not supposed to be doing it, it makes it even more fun. In the minute, I like, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I had, I had a relationship with a guy. We, we were both technically single, but I mean, I was for, I was a hundred percent single. You remember this person in college? I was single, and he was supposedly single, but kind of not really. It was like super shady. Um, Secret love. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. yeah. That's Cue, what we are. <laughs> Q, all the 80s R&B songs. They were all about like cheaters and secret lovers. and Right? Like what were we learning? Yeah. Is this why we are the way we are? I mean, oh my God, it all makes sense. I mean, you know, meanwhile, like karma hit me because then I, you know, then I got cheated on. So I guess that's it. What goes around comes around. So no, my secret relationships were in the most traditional sense, <laughs> not 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 these nuances that we're dancing around with today. No, my secret relationships were because like they were just like not allowed. They were they were just like not allowed. Um, um, well, we asked all of you uh, if you ever had secret relationships or what you thought of them and uh, why you think that happens. And here's what you had to say. Hey, Vanessa and Kiki, it's Arturo from New York City. The question is, have you ever kept a really stupid secret? Uh, Jason and I actually got married a couple years back and we didn't tell anybody because we wanted it to be our moment and not invite everyone's drama, opinions, expectations into the mix. It really upset some of our friends and our family, of course. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to perform for people. I just wanted it to enjoy the moment. Uh, we celebrated it with our friends at some, at a later time. So I think people keep things a secret sometimes just because they don't want to deal with people's opinions and stuff. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much.
Vanessa, I am after our week uh, together where we were. If for some reason when people come into town, um, I act like my bank account doesn't like matter. Like I act like all of a sudden money appears and we can do all these things. Oh, let's go out to dinner every night. Yeah, let's uh, go to the spa. Like I wasn't doing that before you came, but somehow we did that. We did the damn thing. Um, so how is there any way we can make some quick money? I mean, I don't know if it's quick, but. So here's the thing is I had this hustle planned. Um, I kind of wish that I had created a hustle that was gonna tell me how to recoup some of the money because I was 100% acting up. I literally got like the most expensive, best massage I've ever had in my life, like less than 24 hours before getting on the flight. I was like, yeah, 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 I'll do that, sure. Um, but I had already had this hustle in mind. So this is actually geared towards how to set our kids up to be financially um, secure and how to get them ready and how to teach them about financial literacy, which we touched on in our like inaugural episode, like what did our parents ever teach us? But um, I just recently had a chance to meet um, this woman. She, she lives in my neighborhood actually. And she started this company called Goal Setter, um, which is, it's amazing. And sidebar, I also listen to these two guys. They have a podcast that I love. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have heard of called Earn Your Leisure. It's these two guys, um, black guys, they're always on like the Breakfast Club and like they have a YouTube, they have a podcast and they're really great. You can sign up for their newsletter. And I just love them because they like give you financial advice, but in like such an easy to understand, like digestible way. So um, if you don't know those guys, check them out, earn your leisure. They're on all of the social platforms. So I was listening to uh, one of their podcasts one day and they were talking about um, one thing that parents should do for their teenage kids is to give them, uh, you know how like you always get an offer for add another user on your credit card or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can add your, you can add your kids onto your credit card like at you know like anytime after like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old or whatever. And even if you never let them use the card, what it does is it allows them to start to build credit. So by the time they are like 18 and they go off to school or into the real world or whatever they do, you've got, they already have like a 750 credit score. Cause they, they don't, they're not like, you know, we were first day of school getting seduced by some hot guy trying to sell us a credit card if we'll get a mug if we you yeah. know if we sign up for a credit card and then you know it starts the this bad spiral into like horrible yeah. credit card debt like yeah. they don't have to worry about that cuz they're already out in the world they already have good credit so they talk a lot about like different things that you can do and how to set your kids up and some of them are really obvious which we've we've touched on having a college plan a college account um, an educational savings account, which is called a Coverdell account, um, making sure like, you know, you have all your beneficiary information updated. I mean, these are kind of like scary things you don't really don't want to think about, but you have to think about it. I mean, every time I try to have these conversations, like even with like my mom, she gets all like nervous or whatever. But I mean, listen, you got to talk about it. I have life insurance. I have all that stuff. Like you need to have all that stuff for your kids. Um, but this company called Goal Setter is really cool. So um, the way it works is you uh, and it's it's just like, that's the website, by the way. It's just goalsetter.com. So what it is, is you set up your kids with an account. You link it to like a savings account, which can also be linked to like their, like a college account or whatever. But think about like whenever you're like, what should I get Christian for his birthday? Or what should I get Sebastian for Christmas or whatever? And I mean, they obviously love everything you get them because you get them all the fun shit that I don't, like telescopes and yippee dogs and all kinds of cool stuff. But like you could, also put money into this like goal setter account and they mm -hmm. end up you can get them like gift cards and things like that but it's they're growing up in a world that's not paper money anyway right it's all digital yeah. so if they do chores and they get allowance you can put this in their account 
And they're allowed to get like a special debit card. That's a, it's a real debit card and you can give it to them starting, I think at eight years old. So kids eight to 18 through goal setter also get a debit card. Um, but should the parents set the rules? So it's like, you can put money on there as a parent. You know how, um, that company acorn has like where anytime you go to the anywhere, if there's change left over, you it goes into an account it's so like an investment account or right yeah. you can do the same thing and connect it to your kids account so if you bought a coffee okay. for two dollars and sixty cents the extra 40 cents goes into their goal center account um, okay. but you can also set up like um they have fun like financial literacy quizzes like if they pass they go through these like online quizzes and tutorials and they pass these quizzes then they get like money put into their account it just helps them to kind of like start to learn about budgeting and all of that but the debit card is real of course you're you can turn it on and off obviously but they can use it and i'm imagining yeah. like when i see kids now like they don't really have money like i see them hanging out in the starbucks and stuff like you know like 12 year old kids they're just hanging out and i always wonder like do they just have credit cards? And the answer is apparently yes, they do. They have credit cards and um, and they have their own cards. And they so also have iPhones and they probably yeah. just like Apple just splash their phone all, that's connected right. to their, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. right. And I'm not sure, I was trying to check on that. I, I think that they're, either they have that on this or they're building out that platform with like where it's connected to like, like an Apple Pay or a Google Pay or okay. something like that. But anyways, I just, I really like this um, company. Um, you can invite friends and family to be part of like your account. So that way you can just see, you know, like I once I invite you in, like whenever you want, if you want to drop $10, cause you know, Christian, did something really nice or whatever, you can drop $10 in his account and he can go and look. It has an app, it's very user-friendly. And um, and of course I love it because it's it's a black founder, a black female founder, CEO. And I mean, I see other companies kind of doing these sorts of things in a copycat way, but I wanna support her. So um, yeah, so all the moms out there and all the aunties out there, moms set up your kids, a goal setter account, and aunties put some money. And rich aunties put all your money in it, okay. <laughs> put, all, put all your money into the goal setter account, so. Okay, well, with the stipulation that when I get old, you take care of me with all the money that I done set you up with, little boy, little girl, little, little whoever. Take care of me. Totally, totally. But um, but no, I do. I think about it a lot. I think about like making sure my kids are like way better off than I was and like smarter about things than I was. They shouldn't have to wait until their 30s to figure it out. They should know this stuff like way sooner. So yeah, and I mean, the sooner we I mean, what we learned, you know, in our first very first job, you know, about 401ks is compound interest is like no joke. I mean, you know, like what like what you can make from like 21 to like 41 versus even 31 to 41. It like quadruples the amount of money just from compound interest. So, yeah, I mean, if get started at eight. I mean, no reason, you, can, you know, you can't be a, you know, a billionaire team, so. <laughs> by by 18. <laughs> um well i'm burning up in here it is uh i think it's like 100 degrees in la today it was super hot today so it's definitely time to get to the cool down and this cool down um I, i'm actually dedicating this one to our our, our super fun guest trichelle uh because she was our guest a couple weeks ago and i saw this story thought of her i think it'll be funny so stick around for the cool down Kiki, we have arrived at the end of the show, the cool down. What interesting, fun, or crazy story do you have for us this week? You know, we had um, Trishelle from, you know, real world fame and all sorts of reality <laughs> show fame on a couple of weeks ago. And she told us this hilarious story of uh, when she uh, went on a 
non-date with Ashton Kutcher. She, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she, uh, she, yeah, she hung out with Ashton. Um, and I saw this article, uh, you know, now Ashton is married to Mila Kunis. They were on that mm-hmm. 70s show together. Mm-hmm. They now have two or no, I think three, they have two kids together, they have two kids together. Um, and they were on a podcast with Dak Shepard, who's Kristen Bell's husband. He has oh, a, he has a very, very, like, it's one of the, it's in like the top five podcasts or top 10 on Apple, like forever and forever, that armchair. Armchair expert. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they were on there and Ashton and Mila said that they only gave their kids baths as infants when they could see dirt on them. Um, they said, uh, when I had children, I didn't wash them every day, Kunis said. Um, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever. Kutcher added, if you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. Um, according to this article, that that bathing ritual is, uh, isn't is that different from what's suggested by the health experts. Mayo Clinic suggests that babies be washed three times a week until they become mobile. Uh, it says the couple didn't specify if this routine has changed uh, as their children have aged because now their kids are now six and four. Um, hmm. I don't I don't have kids. So I just wanted like, what, ba- like, I know that, hmm. I know, I do know that when babies are first born, you can't give them their first bath for like several, like, isn't it a couple months? I mean, I know it's a while. Yeah, so, okay, okay. <laughs> There's so much going on here. Um, you definitely do not give an, a newborn baby a bath seven days a week. It just it's unnecessary. You're wiping him down all the time. First of all, they're little teeny tiny people. So every time they go to the bathroom, you're wiping like all their little bits. So like that's yeah. fine. But once you reach the part where they are taking a bath, like I feel like I I gave my kids a bath at least five days a week, you know, like, um, and now like Christian will be like, do I have to take a shower? Do I have to take a bath? I'm like, yeah, like every day, dude, every day. But one of my friends was telling me like her, uh, like her sister-in-law like was like, oh, today's bath day. And I mean, we're talking like older kids. And she said she like had to pause for a minute and be like, bath day <laughs> like what do you mean bath well it was day? saying it was saying in this article it said the american dermatology Associate, association recommends children's age six to two to two oh sorry ages six through eleven bathe at least once or twice a week with daily what? showers beginning at puberty and i was like so it gets let so you're you're doing three times a week as an infant and then it's only once or twice a week six to eleven and then when it hits puberty, oh, no, no 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 first of all <laughs> hell no i don't know maybe that's other people's kids my kids play hard they're fucking sticky and gross and like you are not climbing your little sticky ass into the bed like that no sir no, no way no my kids take I, they're, they're two and seven and they bathe every single day. Um, I can totally understand infants, newborns, fine. I also think it's weird that they specified they'd have to see the dirt on them. Cause like, just cause, I mean, you can't see dirt doesn't mean that they're That's not dirty. Feels like and we've gone you... past the point of virgin. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and like, by the way, like what they, it's too much information, but like, yes, you potty train around two or three years old. No, like they're not good at it for like many, 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 many years later, like many, many, many years later. Like they're just, they're not good at wiping. They're not, it's fucking, they, they need to take a bath all the time, every day, every single day. So I don't know. And and I'm trying to imagine, like, what if their kids are running around barefoot and then they just they just climb into the bed? They don't even wash their feet. I don't get it. I mean, that uh, as I'm saying, like, I remember, you know, my brother's uh, younger than I am. So I remember him as a kid and I remember what play smells like. I used to just call it play. But like, yeah, what it smells like when kids mm-hmm. smell like play. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. that's not going to be happening around like through mustying up for three days before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i always call it outside i would be like you smell like outside like like there's just like a it's like that yes i know the smell that you're talking about and also the fact that one of those things said what what ages was that that it said until 11, 5 to 11 or something you've got to be kidding me kids start to smell like way before 
a 12 years old. Like, I yeah. know kids who are eight and nine who wear deodorant. Oh, no. Okay. It, well. it depends. It depends on the kid. Like, it depends on the kid. Like, not all kids, but some yeah. kids, some kids get, you know, especially really athletic kids who play sports and stuff a lot. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not down for that. Yeah. But, Again, that's just me. Um, it sounded uh, like, you, yeah, I mean, I think it's do. like, yeah, it sounds like it's sort of like an overall like family. I think as a family, because, you know, Mila said that, you know, she grew up in Ukraine and she said, I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I, I didn't shower much anyway. And then Kutcher said, you know, he was born and raised in Iowa. Um, and he didn't really have a reason. He just said that I wash my armpits and my crotch daily and nothing else ever. I got a bar of Lever 2000 that delivers every time. I, I just, I just. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't own like a bidet. I could see where if you owned like a bidet that you could feel like, well, you know, maybe I didn't like take a full shower. I didn't move around a lot, but at least let me just go make good use of this bidet and then just kind of be on my way. But um, but they're mm. in Hollywood. There's no way they aren't going to the gym all the time. Like people, that's what actors do. They work out yeah. all the time. So I just, I'm not, I'm not, they say, okay, they did say that they do wash their faces every day. And then Kutcher said after a workout, Wash your face to get the salts out. But like, what about, I don't Wash know. Wash your face. <laughs> Wash your face. What about the rest of you? Ew. Yeah, they must have some, can you, oh man, they must have, whoo, good luck. You know what? I am so happy. I, I wish, I feel like I want to call Trishel now and ask some more follow-up questions. Cause like, I'm like imagining like the two of them must have like some real, fragrant pheromone like hot but i'm just wondering if it's like i wonder if this all started when they got together because i just don't see like when he was married to demi that they weren't like showering every day like i just don't see that happening matthew mcconaughey doesn't wear deodorant he talks about it all the time and that man is fine that's fine and i'm sure that if he decided he wanted to hook up with either one of us. And I don't know what it smells like, but I'm sure we would be willing to, to take one for the team and let everybody know what it I'm smells fine with, like. I'm fine with the no deodorant because like part of like, cause you know, antiperspirants, you know, it's, we don't know what's happening there. And so I, I actually never really had to wear deodorant much until quarantine. I don't know if it was just lack of movement. I don't know, but you know, they said like if you wanted to switch from like an antiperspirant to like a natural deodorant, part of the part of the process is actually not wearing deodorant for like like I don't know 30, 60 days, like getting your body like I don't know what happens, but like you don't do it, and then you can if you want to start a natural deodorant. Um, but yeah, like I I can I can actually go. It's again, it's different after quarantine for some reason. Something in my pH changed, but I could go for a while without deodorant. I just was never What's like. What's a while? Arm. What's a while? I mean, I never really went that long because I'm just used to putting it on. Mm-hmm. But like, if I if I didn't put it on, forgot to put it on in the morning, I could go all day and I was fine. Oh oh oh! And like <laughs> I and like, you were gonna say like days and days. No, and like, but like, you know, if I if I was home, I could like. And I didn't like I I could go a couple days on a weekend if I didn't shower or anything. It never really I never really smelled. Now I'm sweaty. Like I'm one of those people that like my face. I'm like super sweaty. So that's like another thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, Mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. That's uh, that's very interesting. Also, also, I don't know if I'm okay with like like teaching my children through that kind of like, you know, I, I think I'm about like teaching them like good hygiene. So it's important for me, like, cause they're gonna fight you on it. They're like, sometimes they're tired, it's a long day. And they're like, oh, do I have to? And I'm like, yes, you do. Cause I want them to know that like, here we take a shower. Yeah. Here we take a bath. And like, I'll be like, sometimes, you know, because he's old enough now, like, he doesn't have to take a bath in the tub anymore. He can take like a shower. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, take a shower. It's faster. And I'm, I'm team shower anyways. I don't really care about a bath like that. Like, 
it's nice when you go to a hotel and they have jetted tubs and all that. And I feel like I still end up using the shower part. I would rather like a long, hot shower with great water pressure than being in a jacuzzi tub with jets on it. But that's just my preference. Well, you um, all, it's for me, you always have to follow the bath with the with the shower because you're sitting right. in your own. But right. like, so like, I just, I would never do a bath singularly. Like that Agreed. can't happen. Agreed. Agreed. That is, oh my God. Thank you so much for saying that. Like, you can't just get out of a bath. You still have to take, you still have to rinse off with the shower because now you've just been laying in your own filth. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, you're getting all, you're getting all the, the stuff off. You're scraping off all of the things and like doing all the things. And now you just want to like rinse to make sure everything has left. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So okay. as long as we're on the same page about R.I.G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that said, I actually haven't showered today. <laughs> Ironically enough. I know. I, um, uh, I stink so. so yeah. <laughs> should go do. I don't stink, but I should, uh, I should, you know, I should like go do something. But um, I, I did wash my face. So I was very Ashton uh, Kutcher about it. So, well, you know, uh, I got home from New York and my AC was off for a week. So I was like, I'm actually going to die. I had to like recool the, the apartment down. New York is also hotter than California in like a stickier, hotter kind of way. So, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Back to reality. Back to reality. Well, um, well, thank you all for hanging out. We'll be back next week. Of course. I know we still, we still owe you a cool down. That was, uh, I don't know. We were going to do some, some awards. Oh, the shade awards. (laughs) Shade awards. So yeah, we will be working on that in the background. We'll, We'll get to that eventually. But, um, otherwise, Keep following us on IG. You can follow me at The Talk of Shame, and you can follow Vanessa at Vanessa Contav. And uh, we'll see you next week for Moms vs. Aunts. We'll see you next week. And guys, I really want you to make sure that you are calling in and leaving us some really great voicemails because it's supposedly your favorite part of the show. But we are a community, so we want to hear from you. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Moms vs. Aunts is brought to you by Cafe Mom. Our theme music is composed by Coney Island Music. We want to hear from you. To give us your comments, leave us a voicemail at 929-265-0277. And we might include them in the show. You can also reach us by email at momsvaunts at gmail.com. Remember to rate, review, and follow Moms vs. Aunts wherever you get your podcasts. And for more parenting stories, real talk, and entertainment news, go to cafemom.com.